This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Use promo code PNF20 to save 20% off your jig order. To the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I'm Brian. This is Ricketts. Ricketts Racket in the house. I don't know why I like saying that. It just sounds good. Ricketts Racket. I do kind of like that. <laughs> maybe maybe that'll be a show segment coming on Sundays in 2020, huh? I like it. I like it. Me too. I can dig it. Heck yeah, <laughs> man. Heck yeah. Well, you guys, tonight... We have none other than Cody Jennings from Jigmaster Jigs talking with us tonight. He's got some new products dropping. He's got some new stuff coming out beginning of 2020. So we wanted to get on with the man himself and get the inside scoop. So, Cody, welcome back, my friend. Yep, thanks for having me. Absolutely, Problem, dude. man. Absolutely. Somebody's been busy. Somebody's been in the workshop, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I I would say so. You know, from yeah, our the bad scientist. Looks like I haven't. Uh, looks like I haven't slept for a month. Somebody <laughs> said recently, and I was like, "Gee, thanks." You know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know how that goes, man. I know yeah, how that dude. Goes. Sure. Well, you're you're hard at work, but I think the uh, one of the most impressive things right off the bat we were talking about earlier is your beard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> From one beard lover to another, dude. 
dude. Your beard is awesome. <laughs> it yeah, is seriously awesome. Uh, the Black Friday through Cyber Monday sales uh, didn't let me uh, do any manscaping by any means. So, <laughs> so here it is. Dude, the beard is epic, man. You got like that big Jameson Redding beard going on. Yeah. You know, it's it's awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah, I figure as soon as I trip on it, it's too long. So. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you just going to go buck wild with it, like what, foot, two feet long? Yeah, I think oh. so. Yeah, oh, I'm going to try to get way through 2020 without, without trimming it. Dang, that's awesome. That'll be long. That'll be long. <laughs> Very cool, man. Well, let's, uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, like Rick had said, you know, you've been busy in the workshop. Um, you got a new series that just dropped uh, Friday, right? Well, today, the day we're recording this. Right. Yep. Yeah. So yep. just dropped about our recording. So. Okay. Cool, man. Yeah. I mean, we're recording on Friday, but this will air Monday. So you guys, after you get done listening, go check it out at jigmasters.com. Um, don't forget to use promo code PNF20, and uh, that'll save you twenty percent off. But you got, uh, let's start off with this Woodward series. You know, you've been work, working with them. Uh, they're from up in Minnesota, right? Uh, it's Upper Wisconsin. Upper Wisconsin. All right. I, same area. <laughs> yep, yep. And but, similar similar fishing tactics for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So um, let's talk about the first one here, man. Uh, the Marabou Jig. You got two different styles. What was the theory behind that? How's, how's that all uh, looking? Yeah, so um, basically, it's a you know it's a stand up hair jig. Um, we're using you know 100% marabou, um, you know for the hair, um, and really the the big goal is to get a premium hair jig, obviously at a you know competitive cost, but also have it um, have a slow sink rate with it. Yeah. Uh, so we actually have two sink rate options. So if somebody wants a little bit faster one, there's just the standard. Um, you know that kind of comes with four four full strands of marabou. Um, most on the market is two to three. Yeah. Um, and then also we have a slow sink one, uh, which is just a hairy mess is what I call it, but it's, <laughs> it's, 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 uh, four full strands of marabou or not four, uh, eight. And basically what it does is it slows that bait down about 30%. Wow. Um, and then the stand up head itself also slows it down a little bit. So basically you can actually still have a castable, you know, a heavy castable hair jig, but it still gives you that slow sink rate that a lot of those guys up there um, desire, especially for uh, bed fishing for smallmouth. Very cool. So, like the stand-up head, is that similar to your casting jigs head? Uh, no, this is actually a straight ninety. Okay. Wow. So when it falls, it it, it gets vertical okay. every time. Nice. Uh, and we did we did some plan plan with it when we we're up there. Very cool. Very cool. I dig that, man bunch of color options on that as well uh yeah we started out with three that are big for the area we're going to be be launching a couple other ones here pretty soon uh, but right now there's a you know a solid black which everybody always has to yeah. have for that uh, then there's a white with red accent and a white with purple accent okay um, and then still working on trying to get a couple more natural colors very cool man very cool yeah i've always liked uh like a it's not a red. It's like a dark burnt, burnt reddish orange. I got yeah, a few of those, man. You. That's a that's a good one, you know. Crayfish color. I've never thrown a hair jig. I'm sorry, I've never done it. No marabou jig, nothing. I've never touched. Yeah, it. well, yeah. So that actually kind of leads on how I started working with them. Um, yeah. You know, I went up there 
and you know it was perfect timing you know the bed or the fish all started moving on to beds the first day we were on the water as soon as the sun got high so we actually were on the water prior to them getting to the beds mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool and it's all the way up where we were uh, like Vilas County Wisconsin yeah yeah, yeah. Is, you know, pretty as far as you can get up in Wisconsin before yep. you're in the, the Michigan or the UP. Yep. Um, you know, but anyway, so we're we're fishing and stuff, and you know, I got all my normal stuff, you know, half ounce football jigs and you know, big spinner baits <laughs> and all that stuff. Sure. <laughs> on which some of the times, at least on the Great Lakes and stuff, a lot of times you have decent success with. Um, and we get up there and they're just whaling me. Josh and Caitlin both. You know, I've got one fish in the boat by the time they've each got ten. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, you know, everything was there. They were throwing hair jigs, um, you know, little swim baits, you know, all these, basically what it, it led me to realize is I have nothing to promote. Them. You know, I don't have anything for that market, you know, that, that Minnesota, upper Wisconsin, sure. Or most of Wisconsin, you know, all that super cold water fishing, especially for smallmouth. I just didn't have anything to offer. And, right. and that's kind of what led to the series. Nice. Hmm. Very cool, man. Very cool. I dig it. Um, and then uh, next up on that list too, you guys came out with a Ned Head, right? Or your, yeah, yeah, Ned Head's released. Yep, yeah. So there's a Ned Head, um, and then also a Ball Head that kind of has a similar design tweak. Um, basically, it still looks like your standard head, uh, but we have a screw lock trailer keeper. And now I know there's others on the market that use a screw lock trailer keeper. Um, but basically the, the issue with most of them out there is they have it to where the threads are about a quarter inch to three eighths inch away from the head to where it just, there's just a straight arm lead in. Um, and what, what that does is either a, you can't get that nice profile that people typically like They typically like putting their swim bait all the way up to the head or whatever plastic they're using. Um, so for you, for you to do that with what's on the market, you basically have to thread it on and then push. Yeah. Well, when you push, basically just plugging out part of your bait, and it's actually going to be counterproductive. Um, so what we do is we actually have them molded to where the screws, the threads actually go all the way up to the head. Heck, yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. I love that, man, and I know exactly what you're talking about. I forget what it was I was throwing this past fall, and I had that same issue. I was twi- – it must have been a swim bait head or something, and – Mm-hmm. Twisted on uh, uh, a Kytec, and we all know how soft those Kytec plastics right. are, you know, and was trying to get it tight to the head. And, you know, I did that same thing. I pushed it forward and basically, yeah, just ripped that inside of the plastic up and, you know, one fish and that, that was toast. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Kytecs, you know, usually get not two cheap. to three and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they're not cheap right yeah right so right. to help that out i mean that's huge dude that is huge that is... you also have more area to keep the bait on there too if you think about it because your typical ones it's like a one two three rotation and then you're out of thread yeah so right. imagine if you're taking yours all the way up to the head it's probably a six rotation plug uh, it's a little little less than that but um yeah. you do get the benefit of where you're not having to do that final push yeah, um, yeah. So you, get the, you get the clean profile and whether the fish care or not, it gives you more confidence. Um, but also you're actually, it's actually being a trailer keeper versus a trailer destroyer. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I love the good way. Good deal. That's a good way to put it for sure. 
And all your jigs are the same way too, right? They screw all the way yeah. down to the head, no straight. You know, and that's one thing I noticed right away, like when I first started tossing the jigs is, you know, being able to screw that all the way down to that head and not right. have that issue where it's sticking up a little bit or whatever. Um, but like Ricketts said, you know, it, you got a couple more rotations in there because of that, and that plastic stays glued to that that head way better. I love it. Me yep. too. Well, I'm still a big, huge fan of your jigs. That's for damn sure. I mean, I still okay. have a pile of them. I love them. I got a place in it in my custom colors that I have, so really yeah. I like those too. Yep. <laughs> Rickett still hasn't caught a fish, but he loves throwing them. Hey, I just like the way they look in the water. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. It caught him at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It did catch me. That's her daggone sure. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Um, oh, man. And then uh, you guys also have a custom swim bait head coming out too as well, right? Or it already yep. released. I'm sorry, man. I'm trying not to like say that some things are released because we talked about a lot of stuff. Like we said, Cody's yeah, been busy yeah. in the shop, so I don't want to mislead anybody. So I'm being cautious as I'm naming these off here. Yep. Yeah. So this is already released. Um, it's once again through the Woodward series, um, and it's we call it the swimbait sled, mm. um, and it's just kind of due to the shape of the head, um, how it looks. We kind of thought that was a good name for yeah. it. Um, and really, once again, you know, screw actually keeper. It goes all the way up to the head. Um, but what's cool about it is it's a, you know, it's an extremely keel weighted head, so it won't roll over on you. You know, no matter how fast you you retrieve it. Um, and then also, when it's just laying on a slack line on the bottom, the way the the head shaped, it'll actually kind of rock back and forth, almost saying of like a rocking chair kind of action. Okay. Um, it'll just do that on the bottom on a slack line. So you actually get a decent amount of strikes of it's just sitting there. Nice. Uh, and also it won't roll to the side either. So what hook did you use with that? Um, it's um, it's technically a very sharp medium wire hook. Medium wire. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's um, it's once again through Mustad, um, yeah. you know, and everything I've tested kind of shows that that's that's my bread and butter for sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's a but it's a chemically sharpened actually it's a super sharp they call it a needle point um, medium wire hook yeah, yeah. Huh. okay interesting i've i've been on the hunt for those type of uh swim bait hooks and stuff like that man i've been on the hunt like crazy because i haven't really found one that i like a lot you know one yeah. that i really trust so yeah i'm really interested in doing that because on my river i primarily throw swim baits right um uh, and specifically kytex because the action but yeah i mean i'm I'm really really interested in getting my hands on those yeah like sure. i said you know, Ky- kytex get pretty expensive but at the same time they catch fish yeah they you catch know, fish yeah. can't argue that. it's can't that argue. dog wag dog dog tail wag you know what i mean i mean those oh, tails yeah. on the thing just flip and the fish go crazy over them they really yeah. like that so yeah. and they always seem that like the faster you retrieve them the worse you're gonna do yeah, it seems a nice moderate, you know, retrieve is what what gets those strikes. Yeah, absolutely. Good deal. That's what's awesome. he got? What's he got in the bag? What's next, Brian? This well, man has been busy, dude. That that's it for the Woodward series, correct? That is that is it for what is released now. Okay, um, we can actually talk about the other couple baits that's going to be in their series that's coming out. Well, one thing I wanted to mention that we talked about before we kicked off here is uh, Cody's having a big apparel sale, you guys. So 
Um, go to the website. I know you got uh, you got beanies, hoodies, t-shirts, hats. The hats are bomb. Everybody knows I love hats, so um, <laughs> I got I got that flex fit one with the Jigmasters logo that kind of wraps around. Yep. And uh, but uh, Cody's got all that stuff on sale, but he also said the P and F code will also be able to use on that, so you're going to save a buttload of money. So uh, if you guys want to go pick up some uh, Jigmaster swag, go go hit that up. You know, you need a late Christmas gift or something, or you want a Christmas gift from our man Cody at Jigmasters, tell your wife, here's the website, here's the promo code, go get it now. Yeah, put it in kind of ideas so people can understand how big the sale is, um, especially if they use that code, they're going to be getting hats for under $5. Um, your sweatshirts right now, oh, the, man. the jig masters. Now you're me that. I, right. I'm, I'm looking at the hooded fleece right <laughs> yeah, now. You know. Yeah. So hoodies, uh, you know, I got them on sale for twelve ninety nine. Um, so you're going to knock another yeah. two sixty off that with a code. So it's just over ten bucks. So pretty tough to beat. Angie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she took my daughter somewhere. Field. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a conversation <laughs> with her after uh, we get done here, boys. <laughs> Oh, okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. I dig it. Um, that was one thing I wanted to bring up before we switched into you know what's coming in 2020. So uh, that way you guys can get out there and uh, get that stuff uh, ordered up. So that way you got it by Christmas for sure. So um, 2020, you got I I don't even know where to begin with all this stuff. Um, you know, the first quarter, so you're, you're looking like end of March, probably you'll have all this stuff released and you're going to be slowly releasing this stuff. Um, guys, gals, you know, watch the paddle and fin page. I'm sure Cody's going to give us a heads up. So we'll mention it on one of the episodes throughout the week to let you know that some of this stuff's coming out. I know I've personally seen some of this stuff. Cody just showed us a few things and, uh, I think you guys are going to be excited you said what you were at you were at what six or seven baits and now you're going up to what 30 or roughly yeah, so 30 basically there's um there's nine you know nine baits i currently carry okay um and then from what i just released and then the the baits that are planning to launch here in the first quarter of 2020 i'm going up to 30 nice um, so there's going to be a, a lot larger variety as well so Heck yeah. I'm excited about that, man. I'm definitely excited about that. Because if you put the time and energy and quality as you did in your um, jigs, that's uh, that's going to shine. All those things. Yeah, yeah. Shine, there's there's, so, there's no yeah. cookie cutters. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, you know, everything's kind of they've, we've prototyped them. You know, a decent amount of time. Um, you know, ran them through bait tanks, did you know all the testing that I possibly can to make sure that it, I'm happy with it. And typically, yeah. if I'm happy with it, everybody else is going to be too. Right. We yeah. dig it. I love that part. For sure. For sure. So so in the signature series, this one, Cody sent me this a few weeks ago, and I think I replied back, and I was like, that's sexy. And uh, that's the punch rig. So let's, let's talk about the punch rig a little bit, man, because I think that's interesting. You know, I mean, I've been ordering skirts. I've been ordering weights. Now you kind of have the two combined into one, which I think is killer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, this is actually uh, another part of the signature series that was also on the new releases that's released now. Oh, okay. Um, My bad. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of those that we'll hit there, but the punch rig would be the first one to talk okay. about there. Um, and yeah, so basically it's, um, you know, it's your bullet style head. 
um, it you know basically has a through hole in it for you to run your line through. You tie to whatever flipping hook you want. Uh, they exist on the market. Uh, basically, the Jigmaster's spin on it is we have it to where between the skirt keeper design and then once again the wire tie that I do to all the skirted lures, um, you cannot get that skirt to fall off, and that's a big issue of, that everybody came yeah. to me with on the market they say hey look most of the time even the grass catches up on it it just knocks that skirt right off yeah right, um, right. so this is the fix for that you know that's gonna be sick i'll definitely be ordering some of them too I, you know i like to use a punching rig with heavy lily cover yeah yeah you know and i stumbled across that accidentally at the Cowan lake tournament yeah uh because i had forgot my top water at the uh, in my car and I forgot my top water lures. So I was like, oh, man, what am I going to do? And I'm like, I had this, uh, it wasn't a Bandito bug. It was something else from one of the one of the Guggen baits. I'm like, I've never used it, but it's got a lot of twirly twirls on it. So I'll throw it on there. And I had it on a punchy rig and plopped it up on that lily pad. And the lily pads count lake are 15, 16 inches yeah. wide, you know, big monsters. So, and I was popping it, <coughs> popping it, and that thing fell down. And the bass, 17-inch largemouth, smacked it. You know, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to start using these punching rigs. Yeah trench hog right? yeah those, those trench yeah, hog those, that's what it is yeah. yep, yep yeah those skirted punch rigs um it's the big benefit is you can fish them in super heavy pads grass cover stuff like that still yeah. get the jig profile though with it nice. yeah i was loving that yeah for sure good i'm excited Just hide that credit card bill <laughs> <laughs> it seems like that's a reoccurring theme with you every time we talk to cody just every saying. time we get Cody on here, I know. Ricketts is like, yeah, back accounts. Every stuff. time my yeah. wife asks me what the hell is going on with the credit card, she knows I've been talking to Cody. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as uh, you know, other baits that are released under the signature series that's you know out right now is like we were talking earlier. It's an HD ball head. Yep. Um, so once again, you know, it looks small. It's a one nut hook. Um, you know, it's really good for fishing. You know, you're you know, 3.8 Kytex and down. Yeah. Um, screw lock that goes up to lead. But what it is, it's actually an extremely heavy wire hook. So for people like me, where I always prefer at least having a medium heavy rod, I can fish those finesse options on it, yeah. still set the hook and not worry about, you know, bending hooks or any of that stuff. Very um, cool. It's a very, very stout hook. Like, so even if you try to take your fingers and try to pinch it to bend it, it, uh, it, it won't even budge. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, I just recently got something like that, man. I was watching, uh, this was right before that turkey bowl we did, and I got some ball, ball-headed ball jig heads because I was watching a tactical bassin video, and they were talking about oh. finessing, you know, uh, Kytex swim baits, like the little 2.8s. Oh. And yep. uh, this, this was like a guppy head. So I wish I would have known I would have hit you up because you sent me a package for that anyway. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so uh, I could have had you throw yeah, those in there, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever you needed for the, the event there. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's it's what I call it. It's, it's heavy duty finesse fishing. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's an oxymoron, but um, I'm starting to find that I like a lot of those options. Yeah, no, like you were telling me, you know, that you could still use a heavier rod and get away with that, you know, compared to having to lighten up, so to speak, right? Right, yeah. right, and especially in the you know the kayak side is it's one less rod you got to worry about you mm -hmm. know if if you do predominantly fish heavier stuff, yeah. but you can still do some finesse options. Heck yeah, man, that's awesome. And then uh, you got a tapered tube tube head jig uh, coming. Well, not jig, but the actual hook. 
uh, right? Yeah, yeah tapered tube head. Yep, that's that's out now. And um, once again, and uh, the the main play there is a putting a you know hook in it, um, but also having the correct hook size for the perfect presentation. Um, and when you're doing tubes, what you really want to see is that the bend, the bottom bend of that hook is just coming out of the plastic. And then yeah. obviously the hook point shoots back up. So you don't have too much, you have the hook open, but there's not too much sticking out to where you're going to snag a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, and I've done a lot of testing with it actually up in uh, something like Lake Erie marinas and stuff like that. And when you have the perfect hook size dialed in, you can basically fish those 10 to one, 15 to one, um, as far as how often they snag and stuff, it's a pretty, pretty impressive difference. That's cool. Uh, so we, ha yeah, so we have a, what's called a standard option in it. And basically that has a hook meant for a three and a half inch tube. Um, and then there's a finesse option in it that is perfect for a two and a half inch tube. Very cool. I dig that. I'm going to have to get some of those too. Yeah. It seems like some of these things, you know, you're really gearing up for, I, I'm just putting this together and that's why I'm throwing this out here now is like, you're really getting, uh, some really good smallmouth baits put together and out there, which is awesome. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. Like river, kind of, uh, yep. Yeah. River smallmouth action, dude. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, um, uh, basically I'm just really trying to, you know, diversify the lineup. Sure. Um, but still always doing stuff where I'm, I'm filling a need, um, you know, in the market, whether it's dialing in the perfect hook or a complete new design or, a better trailer keep, you know, because some of the, the yeah. terminal tack, you kind of run out of how many different things you can do. Sure, um, sure. You know, compared to like a full full lure. Um, but, you know, but there's been a lot of people asking for them, and you ask and you shall receive, I guess, you know. So. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Um, th This next one, I, I don't even know where to begin because it, it's pretty amazing. I mean, you know, underspins have been something that's becoming more and more and more popular and now mm -hmm. you've made it even cooler because you can change out the blades it's got a quick change on the blade so you go from like a willow leaf I, I like the first thing i thought of when you talked about it i'm like i'm gonna try throwing a colorado blade because you never see that it's different you know throwing yeah a colorado so, blade on an underspin yep yeah so you know basically with it it has um you know the old connector pin that was common for the the old hot and tot crankbaits um and basically what it does is just has you know it's it's a full wire form where it's and it's got a little gap actually cut in it but they use a, a sleeve that basically hides that gap so all you got to do to change a blade on it whether you want to change to a little bit different size blade or color yeah. or you know whatever you want to do um, you basically push the sleeve up all the way to the lead. You'll see the gap created, pull off the old hook, put on the new one or the blade, um, and you're good to go. You know, so that way, you know, if you don't want to have to order 982,000 underspins, <laughs> underspins to fulfill it, yeah, yeah, you can actually just buy, you know, buy a, a decent amount, but just keep a bunch of spare blades and, um, you know, change your presentation that way. Do you have that little clip still for the guys and gals that are watching on YouTube? Oh uh, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, yep. So I'll show it open. Um, see if you can see in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see, show it open, and then basically that sleeve you push down um, like so, and it closes it off. Okay, very cool. That's awesome, man. I dig that. 
Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and once again, you know, screw lock trailer keeper there. Um, and then the big fear was for me was okay. Well, I can, I'm not getting too much of that pin up in the in the lead, especially with you know the smaller ones. Um, my kind of fear was would that eventually work its way free? Um, and basically to solve that issue, what happens is on the the top end loop, there's a I put in a, a split ring. Okay. A small split ring and wrap it around the hook or wrap it over the hook um, so it physically can never come off. That's awesome. Uh, I'm looking at it right it. now on your website. It's pretty slick looking. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's um, cool. And that's 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 all the new stuff that is released as of now. Okay. Okay. Well, can we can we touch on the stuff coming now? Uh, yeah. Um, hopefully it doesn't change too much. Man, I've never thrown a marabou jig, but I might. That's pretty <laughs> impressive looking. Is that will that come through? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the marabou has a a real cool action on it in the water. Um, so when it sinks, it doesn't do too much. Um, but it, when it's just when it's just sitting there, yeah, it has a it'll do a lot of different waves and stuff. Like it can kind of go all over the place, and smallmouth just love it. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Okay. So I'll be placing my order right after this episode. <laughs> Here's the underspin. Can you see that, Brian? Let it let it focus there. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. That's Pretty dope, through. huh? Heck yeah, man. Yeah. So if you guys are are listening to this, if you jump on a, on our YouTube channel, you'll be able to see some of these pictures I'm holding up of, of everything we're talking about. But yeah, it's it's pretty ingenious. So you get one, two, three. It looks like about four wraps on your uh and you can wrap your bait four times up on that hook it looks like one oh, two three, screw four. keeper yeah, yeah screw yeah. keeper yeah, yeah sorry i was having trouble explaining that but yeah good deal man good That's deal awesome yeah everything's for sale right now get out of here 20 pnf 20 all the quickly to come stuff as far as new product launches yeah yeah well, the one I'm most excited about, and it was the first thing I asked you about, was the finesse jig. I want to hear about this. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so basically there's actually going to be two different finesse jigs. Okay. Uh, and they're all going to be essentially subtle tweaks to my current football and flipping head. Okay. Uh, but it's going to have the finesse profile skirt, you know, where you have the short top and the longer bottom. Okay. Um, it's just a few tweaks basically that has to be made in those heads to get the you, you gotta with those you kind of have to have the cert perfectly centered with the lure okay uh, you know with the full skirt you kind of get away with it a little bit so i gotta make a couple of tweaks but that's it's going to be the same style heads but just in the finesse option yeah How, what size hooks are you talking on those um so at least to start and a lot of times i'll do this if i'm not 100 confident what the market wants Basically, I'll put out an option of, you know, and for that bait, it'll be kind of like the, you know, the light wire hook. Yeah. Um, so I'll put in an option of three out all the way to five out and really kind of let the people tell me. Okay. Okay. You basically cool. get a few months of data and then, you know, a lot of times you'll see a landslide towards one hook option. Sure, 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 sure. Have you thought about going even smaller? Uh, not smaller than the three yacht okay for that and that's actually just due to um basically how the you know between the bait and the skirt keeper 
um, you start running out of room per okay. se. When you go all the way down sure. to a two out, you don't have enough book showing uh, that you're going to have a lot of strike issues. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Which the three, nice. the three out in that light wire hook is almost like a two and a half in the standard wire. Okay. Standard okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. I like it. Um, and you're you're also coming out with your version of a of a chatterbait, so to speak, as well, right? Yeah. So um, the and this is actually going to be part of the the Doctor Six series. Um, it's with an angler out in the, the state of Oregon who I've been in close touch with throughout this whole year. Um, <clears throat> basically, he's been winning tournaments like crazy out there on, on the flipping jigs. And he said, dude, I need you to do this for me. Can you make it happen? And basically, it's turning in a the flipping head into a chatterbait. Holy crap. Mm. So it's that same kind of shape. Um the hook will be the or the line tie will be rotated 90 um and then basically it'll go into a split ring into a you know a, a chatter blade okay um, and what that does is we did some testing with it we did some testing with it and it'll do some crazy stuff you know it'll track straight do it you know it's obviously it's vibrating but it'll track straight and then out of and, um it's not truly out of nowhere but out of nowhere it'll jut about three, four inches to the left, pull straight for a while, then it'll jut three to four inches to the right. And we, what we were noticing is that pretty much every time after it would do that little jut side to side, getting a hit, uh, boom, strike. Yep. Wow. There's nothing, you're just, you know, it's not like you're having to do tricks with the rod tip or any of that stuff. It's literally, it's, um, now overall, your whole width from left to right is only about eight inches. Sure. So it's not like, oh, I throw it and the bait ends up 30 feet to the left. You know? It's, yeah, uh, right, right. Basically, go left and work itself back right. That's interesting, man, because I saw something, you know, similar to what you're talking about uh, back in spring. And, and again, shout out to Tactical Bass. And, you know, they were talking about how that little jet and then, you know, coming back straight again would spark a reaction bite and and one of the things they were talking about doing and you know i do it all the time when i'm tossing a chatterbait is i'll give it like one real hard like crank and a half you know to kind of speed it up and it kind of you know jets and then comes back straight now i don't have to do that i always hate doing that it's such a pain in my butt now i can just stick with a steady reel i like it yep yep steady retrieve and the the bait's gonna do it for you is that going to have the light wire hook on it? Um, planning on doing both options. I think uh, after this actually... is over, we should just give you our. You should give us our your bank account number, and we'll have our paychecks just direct deposited. Yeah, in exactly. You guys, you guys sitting there laughing. I got my wallet right here in my hand. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I love it. I love it, man. Um, then you got a spinnerbait coming out too, and you were you were talking about some of the uniqueness behind that, man. Why don't Why don't you dive into that a little bit? Yeah, so I am a huge spinnerbait fanatic. Um, you know, obviously that's pretty much what most people are 
raised on when yeah. they get into fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my dad, he, I don't think my dad's, you know, bought a store-bought or, you know, from a store, a spinnerbait. And, you know, since I've been born, at least, you know, he's kind of made them forever. Um, so I was like, I got a lot of decent knowledge from that. And one of the biggest things is um, that people should realize quick is that you're able to actually, with my custom head design for the spinnerbait, uh, you're actually able to throw big blades on a smaller head. Yeah. Uh, so you can come up to like a size six on a three eighths head. And what that does is it allows you, the bait will still run, but you can actually fish it you know, incredibly slow. Yeah. Uh, then if you want to fish your fashion, you just get the rod tip down and go for it. But you can actually fish these slow. They won't roll on you. Uh, and what a lot of times I've found, you know, a lot of times like stained water, a little bit dirty water, something like that. Um, you know, everybody really focuses on color, but something I also find extremely important is blade size. Um, you know, and I've, I've, especially this year, I've caught a lot of my big fish on spinner baits that have, you know, my bill blades. Uh, oh, little interruption, man. <laughs> Is that special, Mrs. Jigmaster? Special guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's running, she's running, we're good. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, I, I mean... I I just got back into throwing spinnerbaits, uh, not this past fall, the fall before, man. And and that's one thing, like, you know, um, I wanted bigger blades, but then, like you said, you kind of get that roll sometimes. Um, so I I like where you're going with that. That's super yeah, awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, most, most of the market, um, you know, and, and I understand why they do it. You know, they basically give you, you know, your three-ounce, half-ounce heads and stuff, but they put small blades on them. Um, because they're going to run right. You yeah. Know, that takes some of the, the engineering work out of it, you know, just because you have a heavy weight pulling it. Um, but yeah, you know, so that's kind of one of my big goals is once again to fulfill a need in the market. Um, and then as I was kind of showing you guys earlier, there's also doing that. Now, this is just a prototype version, so bear with. Um, we're doing a custom line tie, um, you know, bend in the wire, if you guys can see there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But basically, it's it's uh, almost like a combination between a, a true twisted, um, you know, twisted line tie or a, and an R bend, and it kind of gives you the best of both worlds. You don't have to worry about it wrapping like around a, like a twisted eye. Yeah. Uh, but then you also have to worry about like you're not potentially sliding down onto the wire, you know, pull your up the spinner bait. Um, so you don't have to worry really about wasted cast. Um, and then also the the rolled end to basically if you want to change blades. Once again, you can actually just use that end like a split ring, and you know, so you don't have to deal with those super small split rings with uh, that you know come with the swivels. You can actually just kind of have them pre-planned and uh, change them like that. That's awesome. Oh man, I'm going broke more and more we talk. <laughs> um, what else we got, man? My, my man. Uh, oh, the the um, for the Senkos. I forget what oh, you called that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, this is actually going into a, a bait series with a, uh, well, a new friend of mine down in Louisiana, uh, Dennis Narcisse. Um, and the guy cracks me up. He, every time we're on the phone, he calls me. He's, he, he won't call me anything but Mr. Denning. You know, <laughs> yeah. that super cool cat voice and that <laughs> stuff. It gets me every time. But uh, hell of a guy. He's got me in a couple shops down there, you know, so I kind of want to reward him and uh, do he's very technical kind of like i am um and one of their big things down here 
they or down there they throw a, a lot of like cinco's with a tailspin. Yeah. And um, you know, so basically, what there it is, it's the you know the poche power spinner. Um, it's just a you know kind of a custom screw lock that then attaches to a swivel blade. Um, so you just screw into the bottom of the bait. The issue is, is you know most people's preferred stick baits, cinco's, whatever you want to call them. You know, most people's preferred ones are the super soft ones. So what happens is one fish hits and it rips that, that blade, blade just rips out. And obviously, you know, blades aren't cheap, you know, especially when you're throwing gold plated ones, stuff like that, you know, they're actually pretty expensive. So that's definitely uh, not, not very efficient, um, you know, both time wise and financially wise. Yeah. Uh, basically what we're doing is, uh, you know, we're, uh, um, you know, basically we have an actual like braided wire um, form that still has a lot of flexibility, but we're basically tying a split ring on the bottom. So half the split ring will be embedded at the bottom of the Senko, and then it'll come up and it'll just do a little loop out so people can uh, basically they'll stick their, you know, their worm hook through that loop. And then that means basically that the blade can never come free from the hook. So even if for some reason that was to pull out, you're not losing your blades. That's awesome. That's going to save everybody a buttload of money. That's for sure, man. That is for sure. Money and time. That's what everything's about. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Very cool, man. Um, and then we're also doing like a stick bait, but, you know, just as a stick bait, you know, no, uh, yeah. no blades or any of that stuff, too. Okay. Very cool. What else we got, man, man? Um, yeah, well, we'll stick kind of with that series. Um, you know, the series I'll be doing with him. Um, we have the swim jig with the underspin okay. combo. Um, and it's going to be, you know, it's it's my swinging swim jig that I have now. But um, we kind of modified, modified our molds and stuff to actually take in a, a wire form that lets us put a blade out the bottom. And um, once again... Um, those are starting to come up on the market a little bit. Sure. Um, once again, this the whole we have it kind of dialed into with the angle of the wire that's coming out of the bottom of the head, um, and then also being a swinging swim jig, it makes it actually about as weedless as you can get it. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, that was kind of the one of the biggest things there is. When you do underspins, if you have it come straight out the bait, you lose a little bit. It's great for open water, you know, it'll do fine. Um, but a lot of the southern states, they really like to fish these around grass and stuff like that. And that makes it that much more weedless if yeah. I had it. Had it well, yeah, and you could even throw like a creature bait on that thing too, right? Swing yeah. that through yeah. there. Yeah. Yep, and it's just all plastic you want, but then you should be able to get striped. I love that. Mm. Are you going to blow my mind even more? Um, yeah, we can keep going if you want. <laughs> yeah, 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 have at it, man. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I went through everything I had written down. So this is, you know, name off whatever you want to name off, my man. Oh, yeah, so um, basically to finish out the, uh, the series with him, um, we're going to be doing a soft plastic creature slash crawl. Um, it's kind of going to have more of your creature bait body, but have more of a, you know, custom crawl claws. Okay. Uh, and, and once again, there's a couple options that are in the market currently. Now we're just doing our best here to kind of, you know, find some stuff and really get a lot of strikes out of the bait. Um, and that's pretty much the rest of their series. 
Um, and then with the Woodwards, to get that stuff out of the way too, um, we are doing our own three and a half inch swim bait. Um, and the goal there is to get very similar action to the Kitek, like we were discussing earlier, you know, that big, yep. uh, how you say it was the, the dog. Yeah, the, the dog tail wag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's the goal is to get that and, but also have it be a more durable bait. Sure. Sure. Um, obviously like that's not a two pump dump, huh? Yep. So, yep. So, um, so let's go there. And the, the profile is going to be a little different, but the tail end is going to be very similar. Okay. Uh, that's kind of great. Um, and then also it's going to be one of my biggest options for bed fishing, um, and we took a lot of design work and for the smallmouth bed fishing, like I said, especially up there. And basically as this bait sinks, it just slowly will waddle side to side. Mm, okay. Uh, we put a couple of flats, dangled flats on the bottom to let it kind of rock back and forth. And for some reason we were actually playing up there and just tuning them, you know, basically taking, you know, box cutters and trimming off part of the baits and stuff and to see what those smallmouth were acting to more. Um, that's kind of what let us come up with this. Um, so it works great as just normal, you know, normal swim bait. You can fish it throughout the whole year, you know, slow retrieve, fast retrieve, whatever. Um, but it's also a, one heck of a bed fishing bait as well. Nice. Uh, yeah. And, uh, one of the, the big ones that I'm super excited for is the skirted pivot head. Um, you know, so it's going to be, you know, essentially our football jig, but it'll have a, you know, swinging hook, kind of like our pivot heads are, Yeah. Um, but a skirt, you know, so um, where I see that very beneficial is when you're fishing football jigs out deep, but especially like around trees and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of get that, that improved, um, you know, where they don't snag as often, or if they do snag, they're typically easier to break free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So get the full jig profile with it. Um, and then also when you're dragging out the bottom, a lot of times you'll fish those fairly fast that that skirt's going to be flaring everywhere too. Yeah. You're speaking my language right now. Yeah. No we're, we're connecting as one. I like this. I like this. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, we'll be doing our own orange crawl. That's really going to be designed main. I mean, you'll be able to throw in a Texas rig or, you know, the punch rig, whatever you want to do. Sure. Um, but it's main focus is to be that perfect combination for, um, you know, Texas rig bait or jig trailer. Okay. Um, a lot of it is how the body's segmented. You can dial it in perfect on how you want to trim it up for a jig trailer. Okay. Where it's a no brain. Say, oh, I go to these two marks down and, you know, pinch or cut with scissors or whatever you do. Um, but how it's segmented, it doesn't ruin the integrity of the bait when you do trim it down. Um, or you can just fish it, you know, right out of the package. Nice. You know, and basically it's a custom claw and that I've been working on to get um, still more durable claws than a lot that's out there, but have very good action on them. Very cool. So you're coming out with like a, like a, you're venturing into the plastics world. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I've been having a lot of people, you know, ask for it, you know, and, um, you know, originally I was kind of hesitant and stuff and I really thought about it, you know, and I was, I was having issues with jig trailers myself. Yeah. Right. 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 So, you know, the only way that it's you know, something I can perfect will come out is if I do it, you know? So mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of where I, you know, I led for. Well, that's cool, man, because now you can, you can pair up and, and I know how much time you put into, 
you know, the R and D side of things, you know, it's mm-hmm. Cody just doesn't throw something together and he's like, all right, here you go. This is for sale. You know, I mean, you really put things through the paces, you know, whether it be yourself or, or some of these folks that you've mentioned that you're working with, man. So it's cool that you're going to come out with a plastic that's going to pair up with all your jigs and swim bait heads and things like that. You know, that those two things are going to pair perfectly, you know, uh, right. just from knowing you, I know it's going to be the perfect pair up and, you know, now jig masters are going to be a one-stop shop for all those setups, which is sweet. Um, yeah, I really yeah, like yeah, that yeah. because yeah, no, I was just going to say, I mean, I carry, I don't even know how many different brands and styles of, you know, like craws to match up with my jigs. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually I result to that chigger craw and I know that's a conversation we've had with Cody before, but well, you know, it's just, uh, I think it's going to be cool and unique just, just knowing you and how you do things. It's going to be that perfect pairing, which is awesome. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm very excited to, uh, you know, make the lineup a lot more diverse. I think crawls one thing I've always struggled with finding one that I actually really, really, really like, I've always struggled with that, man. I've tried so many of them and I've never got a consistent bite on any of them. It seems like, but yeah, it could be like me. Stuff I'm, I'm trying to do with them is make them dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a really good jig trailer or it's a, or, but you can also use it for whether you want to pair it with a swim or whether you want to, you know, just flip it by itself. And, you know, I'm really trying to make it more of an all purpose, you know, especially for that one, like an all purpose crawl. Yeah. Um, you know, because something I basically tested this year, um, even though I don't have a kayak yet, basically I took a lot of trips with, you know, one box, you know, and said, hey, you know, and that's kind of why, like I said, with that crawl is, you know, that way you don't have to carry nine different types of soft plastics. Right. I mean, carry the one, you know, one or two, obviously for a swim day profile. Yeah, that's sweet, man. Are you going to come out, how how many colors are you thinking you're going to start with, uh, like on the plastics end? Um, yeah, yeah, so it'll be broken up a little bit between, you know, swim bait and, you know, crawl style. Sure. Uh, you know, but the, the plan initial launch is kind of going to encompass six colors okay. of each. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm definitely one of the biggest things <laughs> I'm making uh, is one. There will be a brown. Yeah. Because it is impossible to find a brown crawdad. Yep. Right. Or, you know, in, in, you know, soft plastics, you know, just shopping on tackle warehouse and stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, and then two, I will definitely be doing a June bug. Okay. Sweet. Nice. Uh, I like I June bugs. And, uh, you know, I know yeah. you like June bug black. You know, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's one of my favorite colors out there. And there's just not that many options for them. Um, there's some. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. definitely going to keep. Obviously, yeah. black and blue. Uh, you know, you got to have it. You know, uh, you know, a nice dark green pumpkin. Um, you know, I almost call it more like a natural pumpkin when you get those real yeah. dark ones, kind of like my jigs. Sure. Um, you know, definitely be that. You know, they're, um, there's going to be uh, very likely doing like a watermelon candy mm-hmm. to pair up with the candy crawl. Um you're my long lost brother. <laughs> I'm gonna shed a tear right now. <laughs> well, when I was when I was making the punch rigs, I was really trying to figure out 
you know, this is something that not somebody's going to be interested in carrying 10 to 14 colors on. Sure. You know, most right, people right. kind of have, you know, probably three to four. Yeah. Um, you know, most people kind of carry. Uh, so I was going through them, and I literally said, I was like, I got to have the candy crawl for Brian. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Woo! <laughs> I'm excited, man. I am excited. Yeah, that candy crawl, dude, I tell you what, um, I think it was Josh. Josh was out here. And he's like, here, man, take this. And he gave me a candy crawl. And, dude, I, I don't even know how many fish I smacked that, that weekend with him. And then next thing you know, I'm, what I ordered like 80-some jigs from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that order. And, uh, it was funny, too, because, I mean, the, you know, the candy crawl kind of had the color lineup for a while. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't all that popular you know it was probably in the you know bottom 30 percent sure for jig colors on, on sales um but then after you caught that i believe it was a big small mouth yeah 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 or, that was done on table rock yeah people asking about it like crazy you know and nice. now damn top three yeah. since that point yeah um, all because of Schiller smacking that big smolly yep dude yep. that thing was so, a tank man i love that color yeah, dude yeah, it was so, i love that color i mean like summer through you know the good first chunk of fall i mean i just i mean i had success with it i don't, I don't know what it was man i mean i and i love it dude because it's 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 kind of got some of that natural color presentation to it you know uh when you're right. talking about a crayfish in that time of year and yeah i i had huge success with that that color and i think i don't even know how many of those I ordered from <laughs> out of this so wow. those or whatever. I'm check those out right now. Yeah, yeah. June bug is my color of his, yeah. dude. I don't know what it is about his June bug, but it works yeah. really well for yeah. our water around here. Like yeah. really, really well. Yeah. So I love that one. But yeah, uh, yeah I want to check out that color because that's not one I ever looked at myself. Dude, I feel I'm like I have every what... one of your colors just about, but. Well, that summer craw 2.0 too, where it's like green yeah, pumpkin and that. chartreuse. That's that. Yeah, yep, yep. That that one I love too, man. Uh, I think that was the first color I threw, and uh, I had some good success. And then, you know, I got turned onto that candy craw, and I just haven't looked back. And I mean, usually <laughs> I'm throwing like black, blue, like you know, spring, spring, early part of summer, you know, and then I kind of transition over into those more natural colors, but. You know, I'll still throw the black blue on, you know, depending on yeah. water conditions and things like that. But yeah, I tell you what, man, that, that jig did some numbers for me. That that Which, color. Um, what what jig style do you like to throw that, that color with? Oh, uh, the three eighths light wire. Light wire, the football head? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. The casting head. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was using the if I remember the post right, he was using the flipping jig with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or the flipping, oh, the flipping jig. jig. Yeah, yeah. yeah flipping signature jig. light wire flipping jig. Yeah, and I caught that fish. I mean, that flipping jig, you know, I I don't know, man. I'll cast it out. I'll fish it deep. I love it. I just love how that, that head stands up, man. I mean, I know when that jig is on the bottom, it is standing up, and that's what I love about it. And, uh, yeah, I think I caught that fish in like 18, 19 foot of water or something right off of, you know, the top of a ledge. I, I was – Going through, saw a rock pile right on top of this ledge, and I didn't mark a fish, but I'm like, man, there's got to be something down there because I saw the rock mm. pile on my side scan, 
and I worked it down there and I was just getting back to the boat right by the edge of that ledge, man. And as I popped it one last time, it just, I popped and the next thing I know I had pole on my line and I set that damn hook and, uh, I knew it was a good fish, but then when it got to the boat, I was like, holy crap, this is like PD Smalley <laughs> for me. You know, I'm like, oh, you're not getting off. You're not getting off. And, uh, grabbed my neck, got him in. And I was just like. That fish, that fish won me five hundred bucks. Actually, Dang on. no, it was six hundred bucks because it was five hundred bucks for big bass for the day, and a hundred bucks for the first hour of the tournament. So wow, yeah. What do you think it is about that color they like so much? I, you know what, dude? Um, I, I think it's natural, but in certain conditions with that purplish flake in it. I think, yeah. uh, I don't know what it is. It's not overly flashy. Like, you know, I've had that conversation before with, uh, like, Alan Reed. You know, he likes throwing, uh, like, a watermelon red flake when it's really sunny out. Sometimes I feel, me personally, I feel like that's too flashy. Whereas that purple kind of, you know, gives it some reflection. But not only that, but it's kind of a color um, that you see in bluegill, you know. So that that's another mm-hmm. theory i've had um it's kind of got that bluegill look so if you're in a, a fish in a lake where you got a ton of bluegill as a presence for for forage man so i don't know i got a couple different theories but yeah uh, it was rock solid for me this year yeah one of one of my things with when you get into colors like that you know like the oaky crawls or the candy crawl yeah you know stuff like that is what i try to tell people is natural but different yeah exactly uh, exactly you know you're not always looking for the the biggest you know flashy change like oh i went from you know black and blue to now i'm throwing all red or something yeah, like that right, right? right, right. So a lot of times it's um or like the summer crawl 2.0 yeah or something mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit of chartreuse yeah to where you know you figure if you're on a lake a pressured lake and you get to a you know a treetop that just looks obvious to fish you know you might be the fifth or sixth jig in there yeah but most times pretty guaranteed the four have been black and blue or green pumpkin yeah, yeah. Right, right right so if you come in there with that something that's different from what they normally see a lot of times you'll pick up bite well that's the same way too like here in my home lake you know I, I fished a shaky head a lot this year too and um you know going to the color thing you know i drag a green pumpkin down there nothing switch to that you know candy crawl style color and just fish after fish after fish putting on a clinic with whoever i'm fishing with and they're like dude what are you doing and i'm like (laughs) and i'd be like come over here and i'd throw them like four or five worms and then bam you know they're just catching them and uh it's cool man i love it i love it so what else we got? Yeah, that was, there? was a great, um, great way to lead into uh, another lure. There is, um, you know, the shaky head that I'm working on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, um, basically, the you know the main goal there is to you know have a shaky head that has a, a center pin screw lock. Um, you know, which most use a standard screw lock, sure, um, or some type of barb style. But I really think that you can't go wrong with the center pin screw lock. You know, a lot of those, you know, lures are. You don't have a much wiggle room side to side. You yeah. Based on the diameter of the worm compared to the diameter of the screw. <laughs> right. Um, so it's nice when you have that center pin to really line you up. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, I think that's kind of a nice benefit there. Um, and then also we're really trying to dial in the shaking 
of the shaky head. Um, basically, we're actually trying to create it. Once again, we're trying to get more of a almost think of um, you know the rocking chair. Yeah, kind of set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of a, you kind of taking a thing like taking a ball head, but then basically filing that back down a little bit, and like I said, trying to create like a rocking effect with it. Heck yeah, heck yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this year I was using um, I used a lot of owners, yep, uh, shaky heads, and dude, I tell you what, man, I love those. I I went through so many different styles of shaky heads, so I'm. I'm super interested in that one when you when you release it because uh, I tell you what, man, I know you're gonna use an owner hook and uh, you know stand up. Yeah, they, um, stand yeah, up that's actually key the, that. basically the one that kind of led me to get into shaky heads is that owner one. Is okay. um, I got a buddy here who fishes the exact opposite of me. You know, he's finesse yeah. <laughs> only. Sure. Um, you know, we go battle it out between you know heavy duty and light duty and see see who wins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, but he said the same thing you did. You know, he said I've tried a bunch of different shaky heads and he said I know they're expensive yeah. compared to a lot you can buy. He said, but he said that owner shaky head or I can't remember exactly what the name yeah. about it, but he said that thing is light years ahead of the others on the market oh yeah yeah yeah, no doubt i mean and it's it's the same thing that you were talking about it's got the center pin uh screw um yeah i'm interested man i can't wait to see what you come out with there so um it, it'll be interesting for sure i'm moving that one up in priority for you nice yeah absolutely <laughs> you can throw that in with the other you know thousand dollars worth of baits i order you know right right yeah <laughs> Cody's going to go to bed and wake up in the morning and look at his phone and be like, holy crap, those guys weren't kidding. They placed right. some very large orders. <laughs> I tell you, man, that was, a, that was a Black Friday and Cyber Monday in a nutshell, what you just said. Oh, there, yeah, man. I bet. I bet, man. I bet. You know, so I was kind of, you know, it's kind of a funny story. I was I was looking at, you know, this year's of sales versus last year's and kind of trying to do some, you know, data interpolation per se sure um and i was like you know i should probably prepare for about two to two and a half i'll go two and a half times the sales of last black friday through sure cyber um which was if you look at all the numbers made complete sense and um you know and i'll thank all the customers both on here or people that aren't listening even though they're not going to hear it um you know is uh it ended up being about 12 times the sales from nice. the previous. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome, dude. That wow. is yeah. awesome. It's a great problem to have. Yeah, no, for sure, but, man. Uh, caffeine became my buddy during that period, for sure. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too, man. Like, I know when you had sent us, um, you know, what the sale was going to be, I think Ricketts was like, Are you freaking kidding me? Like, right. jigs are 250 or whatever. And I was like, hey, man, this is what Cody sent me. I hope this isn't a typo, you know? I knew that was going to blow up. Yeah. Even yeah, I no, posted no, on my no, Facebook I, page. I'm like, $2.50 Jigmaster Jigs. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was Yeah, killer. no, I appreciate it. And a lot of times I try to. I try to take advantage of these sales to drive in a lot of new customers. Sure. You know, and I, I get it. You know, a lot of people they're they've been burned before, you know, they see something cool on, you know, whether it's online somewhere and they, 
Yeah. Well, I'll buy ten. They buy and they come and it ends up being junk or sure. not what you really thought and all that stuff. So you're kind of hesitant to spend a you know, decent amount of money. Right. Um, especially if you already have something in yeah. your arsenal that you feel comfortable with. Um, you know, so I try to take advantage of those and, you know, try to figure out very, very good pricing on it. But, you know, be obviously I still got to make money too. Yeah. Um, you know, but to get good pricing on where people are like, hey, man, that jig's only $250. i will give it a whirl. Yeah, right, you right, know? right, right. And it seems so far I have a you know a very good return customer rate. Yeah, no, for sure, man. I know um I think this was a little while ago. Uh we had somebody post on one of our posts that they had ordered like you know, like two or three jigs and then, you know, they got them and they were like, Yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna order some more. You know, these things are awesome. You know, it and I totally get that, man. I mean, new customers getting them in you know, give them a great deal. And then when they actually see the product, you know, that's the thing. I think for me personally, not, you know, it's not just the jig, it's the packaging, it's the thought in it, the way it performs, everything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, I know we're talking a lot about a lot of new baits and that's why I'm so excited about this because I know just from talking to you and the thought process you put into all this stuff, man, like, I know everything on this list that we just went over tonight is just going to be absolutely stellar. Um, so it, it's going to be cool, man. And not only that, but like your pricing, I think even your standard pricing is perfect. I mean, it's not too expensive. It's not the cheapest, but you're right there in the middle, man. But for what you get, for the money you're putting in, like, I don't know, man. There's something to be said about that right there. Yeah, you know, I, I yeah. appreciate that for sure. And, um, you know, something I try to get people to understand is, A, being the best bang for your buck kind of thing that's yeah, important, right? Right. right. Uh, and obviously I try to take, you know, obviously, you know, the financials account, but I also try to take in, when I say I want to be the best bang for the buck, you know, I really want to try to be the, the top level flipping yeah. gig or the top level spinnerbait when they come out. Heck yeah. You know, all these different um you know but what people often don't realize is that the pricing is the same no matter what that lead shape is yeah you know for like for me to make right you know it's when it comes to that now i mean obviously the design work you know there's a lot of work there stuff like that um but as far as the physical components that are there it's the same stuff right and, um, you know, so when you see some of those baits reach way out into the, you know, hey, it's a flipping jig, but we're going to charge, and this is, would be an extreme case, you know, we're going to charge $8 sure. or something like that. You know, it's kind of like, well, what are you doing to constitute that price? You right. Know? And that's uh, just not my business. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. You have 14 colors available right now in your jigs. I can comfortably say that I own 10 out of the 14. But soon I'm gonna own that candy crawl. Yeah, I'll say eleven when you get. Yeah, um, but also I own two secret colors that nobody even has but me. So, what do you think about that, Brian? That's right. <laughs> I so got, actually, I got out plen- of sixteen I got, colors. I got twelve. I got plenty of the one color 
that I'll smash fish on <laughs> that you don't have. So that's the old uh, Bruce Lee saying. Don't worry about the guy that's practiced ten thousand kicks. Worry about the guy that's practiced practice one. one. Yeah. 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 Heck yeah. There could be a lot to be said for that for sure. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. I'll say it once. I'll say it a thousand times. Brian's a stick. He's a better stick. I got no problem saying that. He's a good. He's a good angler, man. He uh, he is good angler. So he would smoke me on the water. But, you know, I'm able to grow a beard, and he can't. Yeah, so. this is true. This is true. Touche. Touche, my friend. Touche. Yeah, I feel like the little kid over here with uh, with you two, you know. You guys got full beards, and I'm like, you know, got a little scruff going on. I look like a schmo, you know. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but, uh. Every time I speak with you on here, man, I get I get excited to get back on the water. Just all the new, just all your new products and stuff, just kind of get me pumped up, man. Yeah. Now I'm thinking it's raining outside. Okay, sometime this weekend. Actually, I spoke to um, Eldridge, and I think he and I are going to hook up Sunday morning and do some bank fishing. Nice. Or some weight fishing or some smallmouths. Yeah. So we're going to take out you know our jigs and go out there and see what we can't do. Uh, we, yeah. We're going to try to get some uh, saw guy and stuff too. So yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I'm jealous. I tell you what, winter's not a winter's not a bad time to catch some fat ones, you know. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Definitely a different style of fishing, um, you know, than the other months, but you can definitely still catch some solid ones. Yeah. I think if you have no patience to fish through the summer, that if you fish in the winter, you're gonna learn patience and you're gonna learn what it means to finesse and you're gonna learn what it takes to really take your time. And you're gonna you also can learn how to really work your baits. Because it's not this wild, erratic, pop, shot, rip, run, fast, slow. I mean, you really have to be on your game sometimes. In the yeah. Way. yeah. yeah. Uh, buddy up here who's a really, really good jerkbait fisherman. Yeah. So yeah. I would say this time of year, you know, he, he, he loves it yeah. and stuff. And, and he has patience like no other. And I'm the opposite. Yeah. You know, I'm trolling <laughs> motor on high. I want to buzz down the bank, flip every piece of cover I can get to, you know, or buzz a spinnerbait bite or whatever. Um, but he said, so anyway, so he's, I think he was throwing the, the shadow wrap, you know, kind of shadow wrap and he chucks it and he does like two quick pulls and then like, he literally set the rod down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? He's like, well, it's nap time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? And I would swear he let that bait just sit there for about a minute and a half. Yeah. Went back, picked up the rod tum, tum, with two big pulls again. Set it back down, and he did. And I tell you, he caught some, you know, some hell of fish for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, man, it's a it's a whole new breed of patience there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially this time of year, man. I mean, that's that's some of the stuff that I've I've read and seen. You know, it's like you could literally let that jerk bait sit there for minutes before you torch yeah. it again. You know, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> yeah, well, I asked. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. And he said, because I know if it's in my hand, I'm going to want to twitch it. Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 Hard, but I know I would, so. Yeah. so have you ever thought about making your own blade bait? Um, yeah. So that is actually something um, not going to be launched first quarter. Um, but we are talking a blade bait in the Woodward series. Nice. Um, and there's kind of a, we're trying to make a, a very, you know, a lot different than a lot that's on the market, um, but obviously designing with a purpose. 
um, there's still a decent amount of work that has to be done with that, but uh, that is actually something we're going to be doing as well. Nice. Yeah. I heard blade baits. It's something I'm brand new to, but there's a guy here locally who makes them uh, here in Cincinnati, makes his own blade baits and they're really popular. But I I guess that's another one that just crushes fish in the wintertime to blade bait. Letting it reel it, letting it fall and pop, pop, letting it fall. Wham. So. Yeah, the only issue with those is when you're in the Great Lakes, uh, sheephead love them too. Yeah. (laughs) Good old rubber lips. Yeah, I love I fished, it. Uh, I fished a tournament with my dad, and uh, he, he used to be a big smallmouth fisherman. Uh, you know, we fished just a uh, BGSU college fundraiser tournament out there. Um, and I'm throwing a pivot head and stuff, and he's throwing a blade bait. First fish he catches, it's like five and a half pound smallmouth. Nice. You know, we're punch, whatever. Holy crap. And he threw that blade bait the rest of the day, and I was actually keeping track. Um, and he caught, I believe, point off time ahead, it was somewhere around 80 sheephead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Never got touched again by a small one. Oh, they just that's had to hilarious. catch that big one first one to make them throw it. Yeah, that'll make your heart pump a little bit. <laughs> yeah. you know? Big old sheephead smacking a blade bait on some light, light gear. I dig yeah, it. that's the downside too. Is you're typically throwing them with light tackle, so yeah. you can't right. even force them back. You know, yeah. each one's a ten-minute bunch. <laughs> yeah, at least Pop's got some action that day, you know. Yeah, he has a good for the sheep head for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're attracted to him. Very cool. That's hilarious. Man. Very cool. Well, I think we're winding down here, my man. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Go over anything like that, man? Uh, yeah, just before people freak out and think that I'm not going to be carrying apparel because I'm having this closeout sale. Oh, yeah. Um, basically, it's to make room for a whole new lineup. Nice. Um, okay. I'm doing a decent amount of work with that and uh, trying to finalize some details there. But I'm uh, pretty excited. You know, going to try to once again still give people the kind of their best bang for their buck. Um, you know, have a little bit more on the performance apparel side. You know, performance hoodies, uh, quarter zips. You know, a bunch of stuff like that. Nice. Uh, you know, some some better hats out there and stuff as well. So, yep, there's definitely a new apparel line coming, and this is just to make room for it. So, very cool, man. Right oh, on, I'm excited man. to see that too. That'll be awesome, man. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to order that uh, Plano box that hicks posted up on his facebook page today did you see that did you yeah, guys see that yeah, edge box. Was, yeah i didn't I yeah i've been what? talking myself in and out of trying to should i spend the money and buy that box or not i finally got to myself where i agreed the answer was no and then he posted that and i obviously had you know a bunch of the jigmaster jigs in there um, yeah I said, oh man they look too perfect <laughs> yeah i'm actually um before we got on here, that's what I was going to do. I was going to place an order for that just because they fit perfect in there. And I'm like, I have so many of your jigs, literally probably 30 or more, you know, and I'm like, that's a perfect organization right there. So, you know, last year I ordered a lot. This year I've already planned on placing an order because I gave some out to some buddies and, and lost a few, you know, because okay. they're eye catchers. Um, the new colors that you made for me um, – I sold a kayak to a guy, man, and he's like, oh, you know, we were showing him, we were just talking fishing, we were showing what we fish with and stuff, and I gave him a couple of those new colors. Hey, man, try these out, let me know, you know, and, and uh, so 
Yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna rack up some more this year. Get them all stored up, pretty. Yeah, look at that. Look at that storage. Oh, that's nice. The Plano See, factory. Another downside is you gotta have matching boxes. Then you're gonna buy all the other ones. Then you've uh, you've about spent a thousand bucks. Yeah. The Plano factory is about forty five minutes to an hour from me. So. Um, oh man, I'd be there all the time. They got the outlet store there, so I get stuff for cheap. Oh, I get the hookup. <laughs> I'll let you know when I'm there, boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let me know for sure, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's funny actually, Rick. It's you'd get a kick out of this. I was there uh, last winter. Me and Randall usually go there in the winter when we got nothing else to do, and uh, we were in there, and they had a bunch of those Jackson seventy three hundred boxes in the outlet store like a whole pallet of them just stacked up and jay's like yeah i could use a couple of these they were like two bucks a piece yeah sorry jackson but uh yeah (laughs) but uh yeah it that place is cool man if you're ever in illinois that's definitely a place you gotta hit up but yeah i'm interested to see if they got some of those boxes in there because usually uh some of that stuff in the outlet stores got like blimes and stuff but uh, you know, it's like cosmetic stuff. It's not like right, right. you know anything functional. Bad. Just yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. So very cool, man. Well, Cody, thank you again so much, man. Uh, guys, gals, listening, uh, take advantage of that apparel sale Cody's got going on. Is that going through the end of the year? Uh, basically, it's going till they're gone. Okay, okay. So uh, as sizes run out, you know you're gonna um be kind of stuck with a limited variety uh so take care take advantage of the apparel sale go check out the new baits that already released uh use promo code pnf20 and then between you know basically now and the end of march you know you got all that stuff we talked about to look forward to coming out so yeah, yeah. Uh, big lineup yeah absolutely man super stoked uh thanks again for your time and jumping on with us we much appreciate it thank you for all the support with the show and yeah absolutely with all that being big thanks to you guys and thanks to all the listeners as well yeah absolutely hey to our listeners too man merry christmas this is the last uh, episode of the og show for the year man totally forgot i'm glad you mentioned that yeah so um you know this week guys gals uh we got our normal lineup of shows and we will be um, taking a break for the rest of the year. Um, so the 20th will be the last show aired. Actually, I think we're going to have one special episode that's going to air on Christmas. Um, and then, uh, our first show back will be January 6th. So look forward to that guys. Um, I know a lot of people are excited cause they're going to be able to go back and catch up with all of the great content we put out. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, going into the new year, we'll have, uh, a lot of exciting things coming up and happening. So yeah, absolutely. Merry Christmas to all you listeners out there. Thank you for everything. And, uh, we're looking forward to 2020 with you guys. So with that being said, guys, tight lines, smooth paddle.
This is Bucky Buckstabber, founder and executive director of the Fly Fishing Collaborative. At the Fly Fishing Collaborative, also known as FFC, we mobilize the fly fishing community, outdoor enthusiasts, and people of goodwill everywhere to create sustainable solutions to poverty and human trafficking. We have many different initiatives to accomplish this goal, but our primary focus is building organic and environmentally friendly aquaponics farms for communities suffering from trafficking because of a lack of resource. If you're interested in funneling your passion for the outdoors to benefit those that need help the most, then visit flyfishingcollaborative.org. Josiah Pleasant, Executive Director of Agathos Village here to specifically invite you to positively impact the vulnerable in Juneau, Alaska in partnership with FFC. Bucky and I have been blessed to be a part of Transformational Impact Abroad and are stoked to bring our lessons learned home to serve the marginalized. If it breaks your heart to know that the vulnerable are literally left out in the cold, don't have community, a home, or healthy food, join us to make a tangible impact by donating or making plans to volunteer with us. You can donate at www.flyfishingcollaborative.org and write Alaska in the notes to help us help others. Do you love our podcast and want to help support us even more? Well, now you can. You can simply go to patreon.com forward slash paddle, the letter N, fin. Or you can also go to anchor.fm forward slash paddle, the letter N, fin. Go check out the website, guys. Paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Also check out YouTube, youtube.com forward slash paddle and fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Leveling Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com. You can put the paddle and fin logo right on your catch board. Don't forget to go over and pick up your Jig Masters jigs. Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the Recycled Plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammered Lures melts those down, makes new baits, and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.